Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, a podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode here at Holding Down the Fort, a now award-winning show. Thanks to the Rosie Network Entrepreneur Awards for choosing us as Media Professional of the Year. I am your co-host, Jen Amos. And of course, I have my other co-host with me, Jenny Lynn Stroop. Jenny Lynn, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, for sure. It's always so great to have you. I feel like I'm just like a broken record every time I say that, but it's true. I mean it. (laughs) Awesome. And we're really excited because we have a returning guest on our show along with someone else that she's working with. So let me go ahead and bring them on. We have Sabrina Johannes, who is the executive director of Deployed Love, the Fort Bragg local coordinator and veteran spouse. Also nowadays, she likes to stay busy with homeschooling her kids and reading lots of books. We also have Kim Clagg, who is the president of the board for Deployed Love, Fort Benning local coordinator, army wife, and stay-at-home mom who helps her kids through the chaos of this new normal, as we know as COVID, pandemic, craziness, et cetera. So Sabrina and Kim, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, we're very happy to have you. I love how we were talking offline about like the most reasons that made us laugh. And so that was a fun exercise that (laughs) we were able to do together. Sabrina, you were on the show about a year ago, and so much has changed with Deployed Love. For people that are hearing about Deployed Love for the first time, what do they need to know about it, and who do you serve? So we're a nonprofit, but we are mostly a community for military spouses. We're trying to expand to all the bases eventually, but right now we're at five, where we provide different community events throughout the year, along with free holiday pictures for deployed families at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And Kim, I thought I'd get your thoughts as well. Anything you want to add about Deployed Love? Just about the holiday minis. I mean, it's our way of helping the military families send love downrange to their soldier while they're gone. So it's really a great mm-hmm. event for all the families. Yeah, fantastic. Let's talk about the early stages of Deployed Love, Sabrina. Like, how did you know to create this opportunity and even choose the name Deployed Love? Well, the name Deployed Love, so there was actually a group of photographers that was stationed at Hood, Bragg, and Campbell. So we just were a group of photographers that volunteered every year to do the free pictures. One of the girls at that time had chosen the name for it. And all that was, was just Mm -hmm. the holiday minis. We did nothing else and it was nice, but it was starting to fall apart because it was just trying to get people together. There was no organization to it. So last year we decided Mm -hmm. it was time to get our nonprofit status so that we could do more for the families than just the pictures, have things throughout the year and create a community where we can give back to them all year round. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. And Jenny Lynn, I thought I'd check in with you, see if there's anything you wanted to add or any questions. Oh, I think this is super fun. Makes me a little sad. I'm Navy, not Army, because it's only an Army basis, but uh, (laughs) I think it's a great initiative. Yeah. Where our actual goal for this coming year is to get some representatives from all the different branches of the military so that we can go to the other bases. Right now, we just only know Army spouses, so it's easier to get volunteers, but we're really Mm -hmm. hoping to be able to branch to the other branches of the military. Awesome. 
Yeah. A lot of our volunteers fall in love with the event when they attend the event. So mm-hmm. then for future, they try to come on and help and be coordinators. So a lot of those wives and spouses are army, but like Sabrina said, we have very exciting plans for the future. With the oh, good. Yeah. good, good. Yeah. So give us a snapshot. I know we sort of hinted at it already, but give us a snapshot of what the holiday minis look like. I know that the time of this recording, the events have already passed, but for people that are hearing about it for the first time, what does the setup look like? How can people show up and what does that process look like for them to get a photo shoot? So social media is where a lot of the deployed love has the different pages for each base. So a lot of the Mm -hmm. information comes out on the social media pages and for a family to find it, all they have to do is look up our deployed love page and they can find all the different bases that we're at through there. And each base will have information for their events. The only thing that we really ask is that this event is for spouses with deployed soldiers. Mm. So they can sign up and come and get a whole free photo session. We have volunteers that come and help during the event. We have photographers that come and take the photos. And then in about two weeks, they'll get their photos and they can either print Christmas cards or send them down range as a gift or just have it for, you know, one of the memory books. Mm, Wow. I think that's beautiful. Have you had an experience so far, either of you, where you were, you know, volunteering your time and doing this and something happened that kind of made you tear up and you're like, I'm so glad I'm doing this, or this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, we definitely, we get them. This girl, I was not at the check-in table at the time, but I was watching her body language and she just looked so sad when she checked in and then she came back afterwards and she was like this has been the best day of the entire deployment my kids I haven't seen them so happy in forever and she's like this was just it meant so much to see that in the middle of COVID all these families are here and these people are volunteering their entire day just to show us love like just to be here we needed the support she came back from tears like she was crying and was just like you have no idea how much this means to us this year so I think it's very common knowledge for spouses to put themselves last. And so to be kind of put in the spotlight and, you know, to do with your family, especially, and to feel beautiful and special in that way, I could only imagine like what that makes them feel. Yeah. I think a lot of them, it is the only time they've dressed up all year. They have no, <laughs> no I've had no reason to dress up. I know. Like, so it's exciting for them to get to be in their best clothes and get nice pictures of themselves taken. So, yeah, definitely. I think that's amazing. I don't know how many more stories of like tear jerking things I can handle today. I am naturally a crier. And when we mix in military families and spouses, I get a little choked up. So, you know, thank you for what you do and for sharing your time and talent with our community. Yeah, we love it. It's a really, really good experience. And we also include Gold Star families. So they're welcome to sign up for any event for free as well, because of course, it's like their spouses continuously don't deployed. So they always get our appreciation. Uh, Oh, that's so beautiful. I I appreciate that. And I love how you're continuing to expand. So let's go ahead and pivot to that. Actually, before I want to cover all my bases, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about the holiday minis? You asked a minute ago, you know, what isn't something that happened at one of the events that made you tear up? And my personal experience is from actually being able to attend the event. So I never heard of deployed love. My husband was gone. I was extremely pregnant. He was mm-hmm. going to miss the birth, the Christmas and everything. 
And I was able to sign up for one of the events. And at the time I was like, this is silly. You know, I don't want to get the kids dressed. He's not here. Let's not, you know, do this. And something just made me go. And we took our daddy doll and we actually kept it a secret. I asked the coordinators not to share it. And so I was able to send it down to him downrange. And I was like, I know you're not in it, but, you know, Merry Christmas from us. And it was like, I am in it. Like you put the daddy doll in it. Like he loved it. And it really, it made me feel, you know, just all the emotions because he was so happy that we had the pictures taken and that he was in the pictures still, even though he was gone. So it just made it really rewarding that we could still have that connection through the photos. Yeah. I mean, a picture says a thousand words and I also think it expresses a thousand feelings, right? And sometimes it's almost as important as the in-person. I mean, it never replaces in-person stuff. Let Let me correct myself, but just to have that feeling, right? That you know, captured in a photo, I think is incredible. And I like the daddy, the daddy pillow yeah. thing. It's really cool. <laughs> well, you know, as a military spouse, you just have to make the best of your situation. You have to try to stay positive and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Cause that sounds like a very emotional memory, you know, uh, yeah. worth sharing. And I'm sure that our listeners will really appreciate your transparency, you know, and vulnerability in sharing that. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So let's go ahead and shift gears. And I know that both of you had hinted early in our conversation that you have some big things coming up for 2021. So let's talk about that. Who wants to go first about, you know, what can our listeners and what can our community expect from Deployed Love? I'll go ahead. So I know that when we talked last, it was basically just us here at Fort Bragg last year. And the exciting news is we are at six bases now. Our expansion throughout the year went really well. We got lots of new coordinators on base and we had five events of our holiday minis. So we got to like over 200 different families this year. So Mm. that was exciting, but we're also trying to do exactly the same thing next year. We're adding five more bases. And so we're hoping that everything will continue to go that way. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. Tell us about the setup at a couple of these bases. Is there like a location, like a building that you reserve or like, how does that play out? Like once you say like, okay, we got these bases down. (laughs) We get volunteers. So we get two coordinators for each base and then they just work out of their own home. It's generally most of the events are like at coffee houses or at the park. Um, It's just community just to get them out and meeting other spouses that are deployed because not always does the FRG get families together in that sense where they make you make friends and stuff. It's more information. Mm-hmm. So we like to be able to get these events out where they can get their kids playing and talk to other spouses and just find people that are going through it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really incredible. For our events, it's kind of like Sabrina said, the coordinators just they find their location And I know here at Benning, we had a, just a person that heard about our event and just loved it and was like, come have it here. We want you here. (laughs) So we got really lucky with that. So a lot of times the people in the community will hear about Deployed Love and what they're doing for the families and Mm -hmm. they want to help. So it all comes together really nicely. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, one, first of all, it's great to give back to the community in this sense, but also the community itself that gets built in Deployed Love. I can imagine how fun that is to be able to create that network even just for yourselves. Oh, yeah, we've made I've made a lot of friends and say my photographers here at Bragg since we've been here for this was our fourth year. 
come back every year. They look forward to it. They help me pick the date for the next year because they want to make sure they can do it. So we there have all become really close friends. It's really nice to have that. Yeah, the community volunteers. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned that you're hoping to do some things throughout the year other than the mini sessions or the holiday minis. What else are you hoping to do? We do have a like a social media on Facebook. We have a group um, that we're trying to get more active and so that they can ask questions about pre-deployment or homecomings and what to expect and things like that. But we're also hoping to do just coffee dates, play dates at the park, just getting people out. Yeah, for sure. It kind of like stemmed from, you know, photography to now like, let's be friends and let's like actually do life together. Yeah, it's definitely nice to have a community, especially when we move every three years. And if we're at all the different bases, it's something when you move, you can just look, hey, do they have a deployed love here? I want to meet these people that are already in my community. Mm -hmm. So it helps with the PCSing and everything, too. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like just that familiarity. It's like a franchise. It's like going to McDonald's around the world. It's like, it doesn't matter where you're at. It's like, it's McDonald's. It's consistent, you know? And if you can find someone who is in that same network with you, at least with Deployed Love, it's like, oh, like you're part of that too. (laughs) And you're able to have that familiarity. Yeah. And I feel like if you're part of the Facebook group where we all kind of talk, you could already have friends at your new base by the time you start to head that direction. And that's always nice to have someone that can show you around town or whatever it is that you need. Mm-hmm. Like Sabrina said, just building that community. We want the spouses to feel like they are not alone. They have somebody at wherever they're going so that they can experience that season in the bo- most positive way possible. Yeah, for sure. And then Jenny Lynn, anything you want to add? Oh man, they're speaking my language, community building. I love it. Yeah. Like, And that piece about trying to make sure something is available for future PCSs. I will say that having moved multiple times in our military life, there are always a few organizations I look for. I used to be on the leadership team of a MOPS group. And that was like the first thing I looked for when we moved because it is that instant community. You get to ask where the grocery store is, who has the best coffee and all of the things that are actually important um, about living somewhere new. So, you know, kudos to you guys for adding that extra piece of not only do we offer this service, but we're trying to keep you guys connected. I think that's great. Yeah. The thing I really love the most about our military community and really our spouses is, uh, especially if you kind of lean more on this side, but really being proactive about building community and reminding each of us that we're not alone because as we all know, only less than 1% of Americans like serve and then military spouses are a very tiny percentage of that already tiny percentage, you know, so to be able to stick together and say, Hey, we're here for you. Like we go through the same problems. We have to start over every single time, (laughs) but Hey, take a picture with us and it's free (laughs) for the the holiday minis. It's like, wow. Like you don't feel alone and you still feel special and pretty and you know, you could still create these memories that, you know, our our average American families can experience for the holidays. I mean, even now my husband and I are civilian. It's like, we don't take holiday photos. I should really talk to him about that. But (laughs) anyway, I'm just like thinking out loud right now. (laughs) Yeah. So I am curious to ask for both of you, since you've been on this journey so far with Deployed Love, what are you most proud of so far in what you've built? For me, I love all of our like coordinators, but our board, it's changed so much since last year. It kind of, you weed through people who are kind of committed versus you find the people who are just there. They're there Mm -hmm. for you as friends. They're there for you as a community. And 
we work together. We work together every week. I mean, we're talking all day, every day about things as we go. And we've just really grown and we're adding a new treasure this week. And it's we're really, really excited to just grow and find the people who really want to be committed to helping our community grow. Yeah, fantastic. And Kim? Same here. Just the spouses that you get to meet, you know, moving to a new base. I just moved here when I came Mm -hmm. on board, brand new to Benning. I'm from here, but moved back and didn't know anyone. Had to look for another coordinator here at Benning, and she ended up becoming one of my best friends. So just finding that tribe of people here, having the event and meeting all the volunteers has kind of helped build that already. So it's great to find it now and not right before you PCS. (laughs) You always make your your great friends right before you PCS. And you're like, why didn't we meet sooner? (laughs) Oh, that's awful. That brings me back to my childhood when I was a military child. And like, I just started making friends at the certain point in my life. And then like, okay, we got to go. And I was like, but no, you know, I I just, just brought me back to those times. And I was very upset. I was very upset. I did not recover from that for a very long time, like having to start over. I wish I had the support back then. But anyway, here we are today and I'm in counseling. So it works out. <laughs> Yay, mental health. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Kim and Sabrina, let our listeners know, obviously I obviously what you do is good work. Um, let us know, like, how can they get involved and how specifically can they help you out? I know we hinted at it, but let's kind of like summarize, like how our listeners can get involved and, and help out. The biggest thing coming up is that our new five bases, I don't have them off the top of my head, but they are on our website and everything. We're looking for two coordinators at each of the new bases that we're going to. And we also, we always need photographers, just volunteers that, I mean, volunteering for us can be as short as actually showing up to the play dates. Cause sometimes we only have two families that come. And so if we have more volunteers, it's more faces, more families, just simple things. Or even for the Christmas minis, if you can't commit to a full day, donate some candy canes or, you know, bring Christmas cards, just little things that give back without having to really do too much is always very much appreciated. Yeah, definitely. And Kim, anything you want to add to that? If they are curious about us or want to reach out to us, we are always on social media. (laughs) You will reach one of the board or Sabrina. We will immediately reply back usually within the the hour. Mm -hmm. So if you have any questions or just need something, feel free to always reach out to us. Yeah, for sure. And I do have your website here, deployedlove.org. Deployed is past tense, deployed. Is that past tense? Deployed. It's anyway, um, deployedlove.org <laughs> or the Facebook page is Deployed Love Sessions. And as well as your email address, deployedloveorg at gmail.com. Jenilyn, anything you want to add before I finally wrap up? No, no, I'm good. Okay, cool. Enjoying the conversation. You guys are, you guys are so easy to talk to today. Just like straight <laughs> into the point. It's amazing. <laughs> it looks like I don't have to like work as hard. It's great. No, but I have fun doing this anyway. <laughs> okay. So uh, before, before we go, Sabrina and Kim, any closing final thoughts you want to share with our spouses who listen to holding down the fort? Um, just remember, I think I said it the same thing last year. You're not alone. We're an entirely big military family, and there is always, always someone who will answer the phone, come to your house, whatever it is that you need, especially during deployments. It feels very lonely. My husband's deployed right now, so I know, and Mm. Christmas is rough. So if you need someone to come over and just sit with you and your kids open (laughs) presents, I mean, that's Mm. what your military family is for. So Beautiful. And Kim? Thanks, Brina. Said it great. We're (laughs) just here if you need anything. 
Beautiful. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our conversation today. Jenny Lynn, any more closing thoughts from you before I do my official closing statement that I have in front of me now? Cause I usually forget to do that. <laughs> Nope. All right, cool. All right. And to our listeners, we hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story so you can continue to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Until then, tune in next time. 